Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level two. This is Sports Rage. I am Maranzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between love talking football. And, um, you know, listen, we, we know we're always going to upset some people along the way when doing this stuff. It just is what it is. You're going to get fans. Like today, I had Notre Dame people coming at me like on Twitter. I got no beef with Notre Dame. But I don't understand. Like, Notre Dame fans are, like, obsessed with Michigan for whatever reason. So join the Big Ten. Shut up and join the Big Ten. Then otherwise, screw off. I don't care. Nobody cares about your dumb little NBC games like uh, alone and stuff, right? Join, join, join the Big Ten, join the big boys. Stop playing around. You know, Notre Dame is like the you know some some girl that's like basically getting older and older, and she always thinks she's too good for everybody. It's like you know what, baby, you you know you're 48 and you're alone, all right? So you know, so figure it out. That's that's who Notre Dame is. That's who Notre Dame is. Stop being, uh, oh, we're, we're this, we're that. No, you're not. You were. You're not the high school like prom queen anymore, right? That was 40 years ago. Rudy ain't walking through the door, and all that story was made up anyways. Rudy. Joe Montana says, I don't even remember that guy. <laughs> said, I guess he was on the team. He goes, I'll tell you what, they never chanted his name. I know that. I don't know, like Joe Montana is not a fan of the Rudy story. <laughs> Joe Montana went on the Dan Patrick show years ago. He said, uh, hey, you were on the team with Rudy, huh? Uh, Joe Montana just, like, blew up the entire story, basically. He said, I guess he was on the team. I don't really, you know, I sort of remember him. Like, Montana, like, Montana was like, I guess. And then Montana, like, dropped. He goes, I'll tell you what. He goes, I definitely can tell you nobody chanted his name. <laughs> like, what, a, what, like, a jerk thing to say. <laughs> Joe Mon- I think Joe Montana's thinking, you know, I'm the one. Like, how come there's not a movie about me? I'm the one that's like the big hero here. Some guy that played one play. Rudy, Rudy. All right, so uh, as far as the, uh, we're going to get to this with George Kurtz. Kurtz, the Cowboy fan. Although Kurtz is a pretty negative Cowboy fan. 6-2 Mariners. Mariners breaking open. Good stuff. We're on the Mariners, as you know. We've been on a roll here. Let's uh, we should we have a winning night again tonight. It'd be good. we'll close this up with a win with the Mariners. We'll check our account, but it was a great weekend of football bets. Great weekend. We went 17 and four in the NFL preseason. We crushed the CFL. Uh, we did well with baseball as well. We did well with baseball tonight. But we're going to keep this rolling with the NFL futures. And I am very intrigued by this: the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Dallas Cowboys for the division. It's you know what's what I like about this. It's basically we can discount the other two teams. The New York Giants aren't winning the division. The Washington Commanders are not winning the division. All right. So then we get down to all right, Dallas or Philadelphia. And quite frankly, I think the wrong team is favored. The Dallas Cowboys right now at FanDuel are plus one thirty five to win the, the NFC East. The Philadelphia Eagles are plus one seventy. 
I, I think the Philadelphia Eagles, they, they, they are better. They are deeper. They are a more complete football team than the Dallas Cowboys are coming into this year. They just are. The late night anchor management class. This is Sports Rage. Level two has begun. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between. Sirius XM Channel 159, the year 1090, ESPN Radio. George Kurtz from the Sports Grid Radio and Television Networks will step up and then join us. We'll talk Major League Baseball. We'll get you caught up to date with the Major League Baseball standings, wild card, and everything else in between. We're talking NFL football. Rick Saratella will join us in level three. NFL Draft Bible, SI.com will recap week one of the preseason. Take a look at ahead to week two of the preseason. We just talked Dallas Cowboy football with R.J. Ochoa and did a great job of breaking it down. Very popular Cowboy podcaster. And uh, looking at the NFC East division odds right now, the Dallas Cowboys are plus 135 favorites to win the division of FanDuel. Philadelphia Eagles are plus 170. The Washington, whatever the hell they're called uh, right now, are plus 500. And uh, the New York football Giants are 7-1. to one. Let's be real. This is a two-team race in this division. And between these two teams, the Dallas Cowboys have a hell of a lot more question marks than the Philadelphia Eagles do. I know that the Philadelphia Eagle offensive line is good. I know that the Philadelphia Eagle wide receivers are good. The Philadelphia Eagle defense is going to be good. There's a lot to like about this Philadelphia Eagles football team. Now, were we wish uh, were we wishing that we were getting a little bit more than plus 170? We're always going to want to get more, right? It is what it is. We're not going to get plus 250 when there's only two teams that can win this division. But ultimately, who's a better football team? Who do you think is going to be a better team this year? The Dallas Cowboys with all the questions. We just went over this with RJ. Spotty offensive line, 17 penalties in the first preseason game, undisciplined play, led the NFL in penalties last year. We know that Mike McCarthy's an idiot. We know that Kellen Moore should be coaching like a high school football team in Boise, Montana or something like that, or Idaho or wherever. Uh, You know, like really, Kellen Moore should be like the offensive coordinator of Boise State, not the Dallas Cowboys. He's in over his head. Let's just call it out for what it is. You think you're ever going to win? It's not happening. Philadelphia wins this division, plus 170. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. And you know what? It'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. The late night anger match for class. This is Sports Rage. 
Those are things I never expect that are going to get me all worked up here. And I'm all fired up about Kellen Moore. Listen, Kellen Moore was a good quarterback at Boise State, but look at his contemporaries. Like, look at the other quarterbacks that were in college and stuff that are coaches. They're in college. Like, you're like, honestly, like, if you think of, like, Kellen Moore, like, should Kellen Moore be the head coach of, like, a big-time football program? Like, I'm a Michigan fan. Do I want Kellen Moore as my head coach? I'd be like, God, no. Right? I'd be like, why would we do that? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'd be like, no. As I stated, like, honestly, like, I think of Kellen Moore, I picture him, like, either as the coach of Boise State, like, the offensive coordinator even of Boise State now. Or, like, I don't know, the head coach, like I said, like Montana or Montana State or Eastern Washington. Like, basically, like one of those schools. You know what I mean? Sort of like, like Matt Rule. Like, Matt, say with Matt Rule. Like, Matt Rule, to me, like, can't, like, even coach, like, a Big Ten team. Like, he'd be in over his head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Matt Rule needs to, like, you know, like, Temple. Like, that, you know what I mean? That, that, that's his, like, sort of UAB. You know what I mean? UAB. Like I don't like I don't understand how Calamore has the job that he does. Like I, I just don't I don't get it. Like he doesn't have the experience. Like and he's just one of Jerry's guys. But once you're one of Jerry's guys, man, you're in. And let's be real, Mike McCarthy is you know. I don't like insulting people. Like the guys won a Super Bowl and stuff. He's won a bunch of football games. The head coach, you know what I mean? He knows more about football than I do, and I'll never know. So I don't like being that guy. But I'll just put it this way: it's 2022, right? Is Mike, Mike McCarthy, McCarthy the first guy that comes to mind in 2022 to run your football team? 17 penalties the other night in the first preseason game kind of speaks for itself, uh, doesn't it? So as far as the division is concerned, uh, we just went over some of the numbers uh, here. The Dallas Cowboys are favorites, and there's just too many to me. There's just, as we say, there's just too many question marks about the Dallas Cowboys. Their offensive line is a problem. All right, so their offensive line is going to be mediocre. Dak Prescott is not the most mobile quarterback. And in fact, he doesn't like running anymore. You have less talent at the wide wide receiver position than you've had in years. And you have wide receivers who have a tendency to get hurt. CeeDee Lamb's not a big dude. Now you want him to be the number one. He's never proven that he could be a number one. And you've got an aging running back. The defense, I think the defense is going to be fine. I think you're going to get after the quarterback with Lawrence and Parsons, and you know, you're know you going to get some interceptions and stuff. But ultimately, 10.5 wins, a lot of wins. Like, I wouldn't be betting over 10.5, and, and I think the Philadelphia Eagles, you, I don't see how anyone can argue on paper that the Eagles aren't better than the Cowboys. They're deep. They're, the Eagles are deep. Like, they're good on in both lines in the trenches. Jay, I, I believe in Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is good enough to run this offense. I think Sirianni is a better coach now than what McCarthy is now. You know, before McCarthy was a good coach, but he's not now. The league has passed him by. So you've got McCarthy and Callum Moore. Is this really an upgrade to what Jason Garrett is to be was, to be honest? I don't think so. At least Jason Garrett was in the damn NFL. <laughs> Kellen Moore was a Boise State quarterback. His claim to fame is he ran a freaking Statue of Liberty in a bowl game. Let's bring in George Kurtz right now. I'm all fired up here, Kurtz. We were talking Cowboys earlier. I don't know if you heard it with R.J. Ochoa. But uh, I was just talking about Kellen Moore. And I said that the Eagles are going to win a division. Cowboy fan in the chat. All these Cowboy fans are not happy with my prediction. But... There's just too many question marks about this Dallas Cowboy football team, not to mention Dak Prescott himself. What's up, George? What's going on, Gabe? Uh, yes, I was listening in, and I don't disagree with you. <laughs> you know I don't disagree with you. Uh, I do think the Philadelphia Eagles are the better team on paper right now, and I think they win the division. I'm, I'm, I'm taking their over. The Cowboys, uh, everything you've mentioned is true, all their problems. All right, uh, the offensive line is not what it was. I mean, it, you could say, other than Dak Prescott, the offensive line was probably the main reason they lost the playoff game with San Fran last year. They could not hold up against that pass rush, right? Uh, Elliott's not Elliott. You know, I know some people think, oh, he's healthy now. He'll be good. No, he won't be. All right? He'll be what he is for a couple of games, and then he'll, he'll fall down again. And the quicker they make the change to Pollard, probably the better. The man averaged 6.2 yards per touch last year. You know, that's just kind of crazy. I know he won't do that in a full-time role, but... I think you get my point there. What you said about the receivers, uh, I mean, I think CeeDee Lamb can be a number one, but good luck after that. 
I mean, really, there's no one left here. Gallup, I don't think we'll see Gallup till October. And we don't know if we'll see the real Gallup, not that he's a superstar or anything, until maybe Thanksgiving, right, by the time that uh, he truly gets over the ACL and is ready to play football. You know, so there are a lot of question marks here. Uh, Dak, um, the next time he wins a big game, I think it'll be the first time he was won a big game. They tend to choke when it matters here. So uh, I have all sorts of doubts about the uh, Cowboys. And uh, we should note, George Kurtz loves the Cowboys. Short of having a Cowboy tattoo. Do you have a Cowboy tattoo? Uh, you know, I'm not a tattoo guy, but I, uh, if I were to get one, I would think about the Cowboy star, the uh, the Yankee NY. I think the Islanders emblem would be too more, too intricate for me, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I have thought about it. Yes, yeah, that's that's the true test. Do you have a tattoo? I don't. I do not have a Bills tattoo, so I'm not as hardcore as, as some people. Uh, but my point was, George Kurtz is um, his man cave is decked out with. Uh, George loves the Cowboys. So if you're tuning in right now in Texas, thinking. Oh, this guy, this New Yorker here, is biased. He doesn't like the Cowboys. George is a Cowboy fan. You are, you are a hardcore Dallas Cowboy fan. What about the ten and a half wins? Because I think, listen, they were the number one team ATS in the NFL last year. People seem to forget that, right? And I do think they're capable of winning some regular season games. Parsons is a monster. He's a freak. He's going to have a bigger year this year. I think you are going to get to the quarterback, knock some fumbles loose, and cause havoc. I don't know about the the turnovers though, right? You know, like the. Um, Numbers people think that that's sort of a random. Can the Cowboys create as many turnovers as they did last year? I don't know. That could be a problem. And like I said, I'm not telling everyone the Cowboys are terrible. I'm just saying I think the Eagles are better. And at plus 170, I don't think that's a bad bet at all, actually. And I'm going to take it. And I'm already on it. Listen, I agree with you. Uh, I wouldn't take the Cowboys over, no, but I'm not going to take the automatic under either. The schedule sort of, if they could survive the first two weeks, and I know it sounds silly, but as far as getting to the over, play Tampa week one, Cincinnati week two, both at home. Just yeah. go one and one. Just go one and one. And then you get one, New York, Washington. I mean, if you're a good team, you'll take care of business there. I think a little tough again at the Rams. At still the division Rams, games, though. Still division games early in the season. These teams can still be okay. How about, don't to me, if you had to ask me right now, all right, Cowboys, what's the record? Don't they feel like a 10-7 and seven football team? 10-7? and seven? Yes. Yes. That's why I'm not taking the over or the under. I think, the, I think they have it right. I think Fanduel has it right at 10 and a half. Yeah. And what comes down to me is, man, the last two games of the season, three of the last four games of the season, I, I know one's at Jacksonville, but they're on the road. You know, we've seen Dallas in crunch time before when they need to win a game. Week 17 is at Tennessee. Could be a problem. It's a Thursday game as well. You know, we know what the record of the teams playing on Thursdays are on the road. It's not good. So that's a problem. Last game of the season is at Washington. You know, maybe, maybe it doesn't mean anything for the commanders, uh, but it's still a rivalry game. Uh, I, I wouldn't want it to come down to the last two games of the season with Dallas having to win both. How about that? Either for, to make the, for me as a fan to make the playoffs or uh, for, for me to win my bet to get the over because I wouldn't trust the Cowboys in that sense. What about the Eagles? The Eagles, to me, feel like an 11 and 16. I think the Eagles are. are I think the, I. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's fair to say they're going to be a surprise team because they made the playoffs last year. So uh, but their I win total is nine and a half. That's fair. Like they're a 10 win team. The Eagles. I think they're going to win more than 10. I think. Yeah, they, me I too. Know what they've yeah, done 11, this season. 12 and five might be a bit much, but 11 and 12 six. Might be, that might be pushing it. You know, I think Hurts takes. Uh, that next step. And what I mean by that is I don't mean he's a superstar. I'm not saying he's not going to be Josh Allen, all right? But I think he takes the next step in his progression. And that's what they need there. Love the trade they made for the wide receiver, right? Love the draft they had. Even with the trading with the number one pick. Love the draft Dude, they they're had. loaded a wide receiver, bro. We forget about Jalen Rieger, too. Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard. Um, Jalen Rieger. There's some pretty good skill position players that Jalen Hurts has to throw the ball to. More with George Kurtz on the other side. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Push ya. Play that anger match because this is Portrait. I am Renzi. All right, oh, what a crazy night uh, here tonight. We got uh, fungus, ringworms, cowboys, uh, Rick Saratella, George Kurtz. <laughs> what is Dodgers the first team to 80? Mookie Betts might be the nicest guy in baseball. So he gave a bat to a little kid the other day. Tonight he's playing catch with some teenager in the stand. Some kid had a sign. Can I get hey, Mookie? <laughs> can you throw him? Mookie was like, all right. He actually threw the ball back and forth with the kid in the stands. Good, good stuff here uh, tonight. So like we said, uh, yeah, Walker Bueller. Walker Bueller out for the rest of the year. We're talking NFL football. We'll get to the baseball with George Kurtz uh, right now. George doesn't want to get to the Yankees anyways because he knows, like, the Yankees starting to slip. <laughs> Sorry, Kurtz. Uh, George Kurtz uh, with us. All right, so we're going uh, division, division. You guys give it up about Dez caught the ball, all right? He did catch the ball. I'm aware. Oh, he, he did. did. He yeah, caught he the did. ball. Was, I'm not going to give you that. I'm going to give you that. He caught the ball. Terrible. It took a step and a half. Oh. Yeah, you know, know what, though? Something about that, the by the way. The got screwed he, against you guys, though. You no, guys remember that? It was, yeah. it was past interference. It was you remember past interference, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. <laughs> they did. <laughs> but uh, one thing that people forget about the Dez catch is that, you know, Aaron Rodgers had time to come back, by the way. I don't know if Dallas would have won that game anyway. Yeah, people know, always sort really of forget that stuff. I huh? like. Yeah. How much he, time he was left? Touchdown. How much time was left in that Dez game? I think a little, a little under a minute, but I, I am yeah. not going to swear on a stack of Bibles on that. People always do forget the details like that, like Bill Buckner, right? There was another game. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, there, was, there was another game. Like, Buckner, like, people sort of think the Mets won the World Series on that play or something, which they didn't. Bartman. Bartman was one stupid play, bro. It was one pitch. You know what I'm saying? What about who was the uh, Alex Gonzalez, bro? The guy had, like, three airs in a row at the shortstop position, if you remember. He was booting balls left and right. Um, their, their pitcher got lit up, and same thing. That wasn't even the last game, right? Like, you know, Chris Webber in a timeout. Like, the Michigan were losing uh, at the time. When he called the timeout, boy, it cost them the game. They were losing. They, they played 39 minutes in 38 seconds or whatever. They were losing. Uh, I mean, maybe they would have scored and stuff, but maybe not, right? Like, like you said, George, people have, like, they once, they, once something's in the mind, right, you just sort of tune everything else out. We do. Uh, oh, he does it. Uh, I know Rogers had time. It's also that, uh, the when you the uh, game in Seattle, where Romo. Uh, yeah. Where the field goal went through Romo's hands. Uh, Seattle had time to come back too. All they needed a field goal. Odds are they were going to win that game as well. I mean, people forget that all the time. We remember the big play, the big botch, the big, uh, you know, uh, the big controversy. It's because it's easy to remember. We forget what was going on after that. But uh, yeah, the Dez, the Dez catch is uh, still bothering. Think of it's White Clark catch. The catch in '81. People forget. Dallas got the ball back. Dallas was marching down the field for the game-winning field goal. Danny White uh, fumble. I yeah. Was White's fault. See, that's another good example. Set their snaps. Chance was fumbled at about the 50. Dallas had time. That's another good example. You figured that the catch was the end of the game, right? When the way that it sort of. To this day, though, I'll tell you the Music City miracle. That was an illegal forward pass. The Bills have had uh, more bad so luck than, than the Cowboys. <laughs> I looked at it so. I know. I wish we had the technology now. It was slightly. Now? I don't know. Some scientists said it wasn't. I don't believe them. 
even though I do believe in science generally, <laughs> said it was like sort of, I don't know, it's one of those. It's look, damn look, close. Yeah, they look forward to me. So the Bills should have tackled somebody, but um, all right, it is what it is. All right, so we haven't really just blasted through the divisions, actually. We sort of talk win totals. We're going team by team, so as long as we're on it, I, I'll put my, na- my name on this. I'm going to bet it. See, so plus 170, what other numbers are out there? I don't really have a choice here. I have like two options, so let me see what I can get here. I am going to take the Philadelphia Eagles to win this division, George. I'm with I you. I've already, I already, I'm already on that. We've been talking about that in FFC for a while. I'm on Philadelphia. I think the Philadelphia Eagles may have had the best offseason in the NFL. All right, I got a plus 180, even better. I got an extra 10 cents. Plus 180. Okay, so, George, I saw... Earlier in the day today, SportsGrid posted a video from the TV show earlier in the day, and um, it said, I didn't get a chance to uh, to watch uh, the show. We were on, I was getting ready, etc. but it said that if George Kurtz does not believe in the San Francisco 49ers with Trey Lance uh, this year, and I feel the complete opposite. I am fully buying in to the San Francisco 49ers. And in fact, I have added them to my win total portfolio. I haven't put the bet in yet, but I'm going to. I think this Niner team is going to kill it this year. And I think Trey Lance is going to be just fine. So let's swing over to the NFC West uh, right now. The Rams are plus 125 to win a division. The San Francisco 49ers are plus 175. Arizona is plus 350. And um, Seattle are 150 to one, <laughs> so um, it's a big, big drop off here. Uh, big, big, big drop off. If you want, you know, it's it's actually 15 to one, but you know, what I mean, it's 1500 to one, uh, etc. So, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, you do not believe in Trey Lance? Is that what you're telling us? I, I'm not a big believer in rookie quarterbacks in general. I think, it t- and he is, in my mind, still a rookie. Barely, barely played last year. Uh, their schedule is brutal. Now they play the AFC West. I mean, that, these teams are going to kill each other. All over Seattle. I mean, that's nine games right there where it can go either way. You're playing the Rams twice. Every team in the AFC West, the Cardinals twice, and uh, yeah, you get the Hawks. So there you go. I'll give you that. But that's that's a lot of tough games there. Not to mention the other games you have to play there. There are. Uh, outside your division that are not easy either. So I don't think it's going to be easy for, for any of those teams, not one of those teams. So I like the Niners. I think the Niners are a good team. I just think it's going to be a, a little bit of a trying year. I think everything's going to have to go their, uh, their way again. I also worry, does Debo want to be that, that slash type of player he was last year? I don't know if he does. I just don't know if he wants to, to continue with that role. Uh, being that uh, being that kind of guy there, and I think they need that for that. And they also play Tampa Bay. They play New Orleans. They play that division as well. I think it's gonna be a very tough go for all of these teams. I can't disagree. Um, that's the thing, though. When people talk about team schedules, almost every team schedule is hard this year, George. It really is true. true. You know, it is. Like, it's like, oh, this team schedule. Yeah, well, so is everyone else in the division because they're playing the same schedule, essentially. Right? Like, there aren't a lot of free passes this year for anybody. There really aren't. You know what I mean? There's a couple. I, I guess that's good, right? I mean, there's a lot of decent teams in the NFL, not too many bad, bad teams. Oh, it's going to be a I fun year. It's going to be a fun year. And one thing is, I too, so. I don't overly panic about it because you, you don't have to play everybody in the playoffs. Everyone's just going to sort of cannibalize each other. But, but I'll play devil's advocate as far as the Niners. I think they're due for some good luck, bro. They've had a couple of years of constant injuries. There's something about this franchise. People always get hurt all the time. I don't think Debo Samuel is overly excited, but he got paid. I think they'll back off that a little bit right now. They're extremely deep at the running back position. Shanahan wants to run the ball, and you know they're going to be able to run the ball. Right? With Mitchell, with Wilson, with Sermon. I think they'll be fine at the running back position. George, I personally think that their skill position players at the wide receiver position are better than they've been in past years. In past years, I've been, ah, you're a little thin. You know, you're relying on a good win. You're relying on sort of like, you know, sort of ifs. I think they got a solid core. Ayuk's having a great camp. Uh, you got Samuel, you got Ayuk, and I tell you, Ray Ray McLeod is also having a nice camp. I think he can be a nice complimentary player. Then you throw in George Kittle as well. And my take on Trey Lance, George, is... I don't know from a fantasy perspective and from a stat perspective that it's going to be pretty all the time. You know what I'm saying? I think we're going to have some 12 for 23s and like 
you know what I mean, 13 to 27 passing, but I think he's going to run for a touchdown, and he's going to hit some some plays. And also, I made this point last week, George. If you look at Shanahan, say what you will about the guy, if he does have one superior strength, it's working with quarterbacks and different types of quarterbacks. Look at the success with RG3 as a rookie in Washington when he was the offensive coordinator. You know, he had a gunslinger at Matt Ryan. He went to the Super Bowl. Guy nearly beat the Kansas City Chiefs, bro, with, with Jimmy Garoppolo as his quarterback. Uh, you know, Nick Mullen set a Monday night football record one night with him. Uh, you know, I think he puts people in a position to succeed. And let's not forget, George, he likes Trey Lance. He freaking put his neck out on the line for this kid. They drafted this kid. They like him. I think they know his strengths. I So I'm a little bit higher on the Niners than you are. And I will say, too, look, 49ers at Bears week one. Niners win? I think so. Well, I think they, I think they better get up to a 2-0 and start. Yeah, Seahawks at Niners week two. That's a win. That's a win. 49ers at Broncos. That's a toss-up. They could win that game. In Denver? In Denver. Yeah. I'll, I'll go. In San Fran, I go 49ers. In Denver, I'm going to. Nah, George. Home field doesn't even mean anything anymore in the NFL. Um, something. Come on. No, it doesn't. Come on. It doesn't. That's a Sunday night game, too? No, I'm going Denver. I think they're going to start 2-2. Two you always take just favorites, though. So, of course, you're taking Denver. The home team, home team. George, look at look at the numbers of home field, George, in the National Football League. Every year it declines in importance. Every year. It's not what it used to be, but it still means something. I'm not really. Might, um, never, the, the Cowboys have never had a home field advantage since Texas Stadium went away. But for, uh, you know, most teams, are, you think, uh, you know, Baltimore, I know they would always rather play, uh, play in Baltimore than on the road against Pittsburgh. I mean, there are certain stadiums you want to play in. Um, yeah. And Denver's one of them. It's my life. Yeah, I don't know. know that well, if Denver's so hard to play, how come they've sucked for the last few years? They haven't had a quarterback for the last few years. It's like when we hear in the hockey playoffs, oh, that arena is going to be rocking. Yeah, so what? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's no... There's not much in hockey. Hockey is probably the least of the four majors. Football, it doesn't matter either. It doesn't matter as much, especially from a betting standpoint. Straight up is a little different. But from a, from a handicapping standpoint, home field has declined on an annual basis. We'll have some numbers to back this up on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Oh, yeah, late-night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Marenzi. Washington Post. 
All right, here's uh, here's from the Washington Post. From 2002 to 2018, home teams won at least 50%, uh, 56% of the time in all but two seasons. And in three seasons, won at least 60% of the time. In, in the past three years, home teams have not cracked a 52% winning percentage. Let me repeat, over the last three seasons, home teams have not cracked a 52% uh, percent winning percentage. And in fact, the road team had a 502 winning percentage uh, two years ago. Uh, I'm telling you, George, I'm not just making these numbers up. Punch this in. It's not just like. I did. Uh, Let's remember. Here's here's, here's Mike McCarthy. Winning on the road is not as big of a challenge, in my opinion, as it probably was 10 or 15 years ago. Do we really want to bring Mike McCarthy into this? Uh, Really? How about that? We're going with our evidence here. All right. Well, we'll top this, George. Sportsbooks, who, which have long offered standard three-point edge to the home team, have caught on. Uh, they now adjust 1.7. The numbers speak for themselves, George. There's no argument here. Like the the, the well, sportsbook. Here's Jeff Sherman, one of the biggest sportsbook guys. This is part of an evolution of anything that's going away from where we were, not toward it. It's just not a thing playing at home in front of the fans anymore. There's a lot more to it now, says Jeff Sherman, vice president of risk management for Superbook that. USA. So I guess he doesn't, he's making it up too. <laughs> Once again, I never said that he was, you're putting words in my mouth, man. I never said he was making it up. But I definitely think there was certain stadiums. You remember, you're going to the NFL. Home oh. field doesn't mean anything anymore. I think it means it something, George, in the playoffs. You're going yeah, to in the AFC Conference Championship game, it does, but it doesn't in a regular season. In certain places, it does. You'll never, you'll never get me to say uh, that. In certain places, it doesn't. Like I said, I'm first Where? Favorite, Dallas. Where does it matter? It never in Dallas. Where does it matter? Mile high, it matters. It matters in Buffalo for crying out loud. No one wants to play in Buffalo. No, it doesn't matter cold. in Buffalo. The Pittsburgh Very Steelers nice. won the season opener in Buffalo last year. Why the Indianapolis, we say warm weather teams hate to come up? The Indianapolis up? Colts kicked the crap out of the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo last year. Well, it's one game. We can That's two games. Like, out, I can go on. Remember, one of the th- you said the last three years. The Buffalo oh, Bills lost COVID. it in New England Patriots. There were no Patriots. fans in the stands. So, of course, it didn't matter that year. Yeah, but fans don't affect anything, George. Like, travel, the teams lose on the road because of travel, not because of some fat guy in the stands yelling. You think some guy Why yelling matters? crowd noise and everything else? Come on. Look at Seattle, George. The 12th man and stuff like that. They were good because they had Russell Wilson. You can be as loud as you want with Drew Locke. You're not going to be as good. Yeah, like, once again, you talk about bad teams. But uh, when you have a decent star team, this, the crowd can help. I, think, I mean, we've been heard this over and over again. It doesn't help as much as it used to. First person to go, I'll be the first one to admit that. It's not the same as it used to be. You just said it's, it's not true. Meaningless? <laughs> I'm not going to give you meaningless now. Well, okay, if you want to lose money and live in the past, George, and believe it, but I just gave you the like, the sports books themselves don't adjust three points anymore. They adjust one point seven for home field now. Says it all, right there. That means they're still saying it's a home field advantage. I've already said it's not as much as it used to be, Gabe. Yeah, but you're naming I'm like agreeing with you. But I'm agreeing with the sports books, by the way. I'm just not, I'm just not agreeing with you that it means nothing. It doesn't. I think it does like, mean something, but not as much as it used to. I think in the playoffs, like I said, I think it's better to have home field in a a conference championship game than not. But like I said about like the perception of buildings and stuff, it's whether the team is good. Has nothing to do with whether the fans are loud or not. The fans have always been loud in Buffalo. They still haven't won anything. They've never won. (laughs) The fans have been loud for years. It hasn't changed anything, right? The the New England Patriots, not because of their fans that they've won. It's because of Tom Brady. Uh, like, I could go on and on. Like, look at the Miami Dolphins, George. The Miami Dolphins don't have, like, a good home field, really, right? You know what I mean? Like, like as far as fans. The record in September. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Look at their record overall. They were 6-3 and three at home last year. But in September, they do have a home field. Because no one wants to go there in September because it's 9,000 degrees. The humidity is a million percent. Ah, I don't as it goes you know. On, as it goes on, yeah, sure. Once the weather evens out, it doesn't matter anymore. But we've heard this for years. No one wants to, you know, warm weather teams going to cold weather. No one wants to play in Green Bay and their record we know, in December. You want to say it's because of Brett Favre? Like yeah, there's truth to that, of course. Denver were four and five. Forever. Let me go over this, George. Denver were four and five at home last year. The Chargers, the LA Chargers, were five and four had at home Rock last year. All right, hold on. So the LA Chargers had. So George, the LA Chargers have Justin Herbert. They're five and four at home. The Chargers have no home field. We all know all right. that. You're bringing up teams so, that are easy. We think so. You don't Las have a Vegas. Home field. Las Vegas play in front of a sold-out building every week. Five and four at home. Five and four. The mighty the Indianapolis Colts. They have are the Colts fans loud. 
But game, you reckon like they're I say, four and five has, at home. You, you keep forgetting. I say some teams. Oh, I, I would have thought Vegas would have had a better record, and I probably would have thought any, any pretty much any dome team that's decent. I would have thought would have had a, a better record. But it's not. It's not every team blind. I, I keep saying that. No, but George, there's. I'm just being factual here. There's basically about four teams in the league that had a good home record. Like Buffalo were six in one year. Buffalo were six and three at home last year. The Patriots were four and five. Um, Cincinnati went to the Super Bowl. They were five and four at home. Baltimore were five and four at home. Indianapolis were four and five at home. Like I can go well. Like the only teams that were good at home, where you could say, yeah, it's sort of dominant um, at home. The uh, the Tennessee Titans were seven and two in Tennessee. Kansas City were seven and two in Kansas City. Uh, Green Bay were 8-0 in Green Bay. Tampa Bay were 7-1 in Tampa. The Rams won the Super Bowl. They were 5-3 at home, 7-2 on the road. Arizona, 3-5 at home, 8-1 on the road. San Francisco, 4-4, 6-3 on the road. Uh, Seattle, 3-5 at home, 4-5 on the road. Like, if this is a court case, like, I don't know, there's not much of an argument here. Like, that home field doesn't mean anything. You're going over one year, Gabe. Remember, the first stat you brought it was 18 years, and then you went to three years. Yeah, the last three years. You're taking a very small sample size and trying to say, that's all, that's just how it works. You can't compare 18 years to three years. No, I we can't. What, what happened? Five, six, seven years. Okay, I'll give it to you. But 18 years. Dude, what years, happened in 2002 when Rex Ryan and, and Jeff Fisher were coaching? Those days are gone, bro. Like, that's the point. Like, it's done. Like, the league has changed. It's a different league now. And we've seen this in all sports, George, besides college. College is the only beacon where home court and home field, like, the NBA home court means nothing. Like, people talk, oh, home court, home court. Yeah, whatever. The Warriors won three of the four games in Boston. Right? When the Raptors won the title, they won where they went, on the road. I'm telling you, George, like it's it's factual. Home field, home ice, home everything and pro sports doesn't mean what it used to. But that's what I've said. You just said what I said. When you said before is it means nothing. I've already said it means it's not what it used to. Well, this you started just, because of, you started because of San Francisco and Denver. You're like, oh, they can't win in Denver. Sure they can. I mean, of course they Denver. can. You're taking absolutes here. Come on. No, I'm not, George. You say Nobody this. You're like, anywhere, oh, home field. Anywhere. The home field just matters. I just spent, I just spent ten minutes giving you facts and numbers. Right? I don't. You, you give me something to give me a reason to believe that I'm not right. Dude, we can play fact. What was uh, the old uh, saying? Lies, damn lies, statistics. You give me 15 minutes, I'll give it over to you. I don't know, George. I don't know, George. When, when one of the biggest. Long. It's easy to do. When one of the biggest odds makers, three years or one year. When one of the biggest odds makers in America, George says, "Yeah, we don't do three points anymore. We do one point seven now." I think it's pretty clear that it doesn't mean. That means they're agreeing with me, Gabe. Because I always said it doesn't mean what it used to mean. You just started off by saying it did. You just you lost the argument. You're like I never said. You just said, "Oh, home field matters still. It doesn't matter anymore." Yes, and the and the game and the the bookies are saying it though. They give you a one point seven instead of three. So they're they're saying it still matters. George, they took off one point three points. There'd be no adjustment for it. It'd be just say even. They're they're still giving a one point seven. So they're saying it matters. It's just not three points anymore. Am I wrong okay. about this? Uh, yeah, I don't think you understand. Okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, I don't see, you see this. 1.7, and they're still saying it matters, Gabe. I mean, you can't say it doesn't matter just, if they're not getting it a zero. Give me another place where it's tough to play, George, because I just like, – let me give you another example. Where's another tough You're place to play? one year, Gabe. Like, you one want me to go or... back two years, three years, five years? Like, what's – you know what I mean? It's the team, George. Do you honestly believe – let me ask you a question, George. Do you honestly effing believe that it matters how many people are in the stadium and it matters how loud no. the people are? Do you believe that? I don't that? think I've ever said uh, – I'm thinking more about the team, the play, uh, where you play. I keep saying, warm weather teams going up north. That's a problem. It always has been. Playing in Green Bay, playing in Buffalo, even playing in New England. It's not easy to play when you're from, you know, whatever it is, Dallas, Houston. I know they have domes, but uh, warm weather sites to go up there. They're not used to that kind of, uh, kind of weather. It's an advantage. You can't tell me it's not. You just can't tell me it's not. To have a dome team go up to a. Uh, up I don't know, George. I watched the Buffalo Bills, who were supposedly this big cold weather beacon, get their ass handed to them because it was too windy. <laughs> right? So, like, I don't really you know, what I mean. Like, I don't really know. Like, Josh Allen's not a good cold weather quarterback. 
Like whatever the, the weather. Well, that wind was blowing at 100 miles an hour. No one's going to be able to throw the football. Whenever the weather is bad, Josh Allen has not played well in Buffalo. And the other quarterbacks have. Right? the Indian, Like I said, dude, the Indianapolis Colts killed the Bills this year. And it was bad weather, bro. It was like raining and sideways and all this. Um, I'm telling you. Quarterback. Josh I'm Allen's not a good. Aikman too. They said the same thing. Aikman couldn't throw the ball in the rain. Um, but no, I'm telling you factually. Like, Allen has never learned to use the wind in that stadium properly. Like, you'll still see him sail balls over people's heads because he's got a cannon. Right, but it's like, dude, you got to take a little bit off of this, otherwise yeah, you're gonna yeah. put it. Tw- yeah, you're gonna put it 20 yards over his head. You just threw it 80 yards, right? Like he hasn't. I'm telling you firsthand. Like it's it's a concern. It's like, oh boy, the weather's gonna be bad. Like it's not good. Like we've said it before. Everyone knows, and the irony is, like the Bills would be better off as a dome team. <laughs> like, dude, look at Josh Allen's record in domes and in good weather and stuff like that. They kill teams. Like, it's weird. Like, the Bills are, they're not, they're a pass-happy team. They're not built for bad weather. And it's kind of embarrassing, actually, to be honest. I think they they were embarrassed. What's that? I think it would help. I know they're building a stadium. They're not building a dome? No, it's against their pride. You know what I mean? It's also against probably, it's going to cost another half billion dollars to do. No, it's not that you can put a roof over it. But, like, no, it's against, like, they they pride themselves on that toughness, even though the team's not good in the weather. <laughs> I swear to God, it was a topic of conversation with Bill fans last year. They're like, you know, we need a dome for this team, right? Like, they're not a good cold weather team <laughs> and bad weather bad weather team. But I think the Bills ground game's going to be good this year. I think they're going to be good. But I'm telling you, Cook. man, like, it's a, it's a different league. It's a different league, George. Uh, Cook? Yeah. Uh, am I going to draft him? Am I? Should, should I be drafting him? Oh, I don't know. I guess, like, as yeah, as, as an add-on later, right? I don't know. That's not a big, uh, big endorsement there, Gabe. No, he's going to catch balls out of the backfield. He's fast as hell. He's going to contribute. But I'm just stating. Don't think that Singletary isn't going to be playing. Like it's a you know the modern NFL. It's a modern NFL. George is no oh, yeah, more just one back stuff. Involved. Like right, yeah, like two backs. Yeah. So I just think Singletary is going to have a good year still. Uh, I mean, fantasy-wise, I think Singletary is a running back, too. He's not going to be a running back one. So it depends on how what, how you want to define good year. I wouldn't be uh, taking any of the Bills running backs for fantasy purposes, essentially. They're going to throw no the ball. Choice, man. They're, they're not enough to go around. You got no choice. <laughs> We're going to be taking the Bills running backs. And I know Cook has gotten uh, – you know, people are hoping shiny new toy, and that's what he is—a shiny new toy. Get a couple of touchdowns. You know, we'll I, one thing we're gonna hit this—we hit this on the other side. But the Bills were very aggressive in the preseason game. I think Dorsey will hit this on the other side. New OC, right? SportsGrid.com: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, 24/7, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms, and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. This is Portridge. Reed's talking about domes being an advantage. They're not an advantage. It's not an advantage. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Coach, like I said, I just read you Mike McCarthy, although I know, like George said, he's not the best example. I can't spend 10 minutes ripping McCarthy and then use him as my best. He's my character witness, George. He was my, he was my testimony. Mike McCarthy says it's not a big deal playing on the road. It's like, yeah, he wasn't the best example. I'll give you that. That was your only win of the whole conversation, George. Yeah, you, you paid the wrong expert witness there, Mike. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll give you that. He, he happened, to be, he happened to be part of the article. Uh, us Cowboy fans, we want uh, we want Sean, Sean Payton next year. But Gabe, can you see? He's Sean not Payton coaching your team, right? Go back to the Cowboys and deal with Jerry Jones. He can go anywhere he wants and have full control. He's not dealing with that circus. Sean Payton's already put it out there, and he wants full control of the team, whoever he takes over. Right, and I'd want like that he wants too. player personnel. He wants player personnel decisions. And he has I don't know. Since, uh, Parcells. Why? Why would you? But the thing is, I was going to say, why would Sean Payton get that? That never works. It never works. Like when you give one of these coaches after like complete control, you're a coach, bro. You're not a GM. You're not a scout. You're a coach. Like these guys, like it doesn't work. You give these guys too much power, in my opinion. I, I agree with you. It doesn't work, but he's going to want it, and he's likely to get it. I think, though, he'll get it from some franchise that's sort of somewhat desperate for a splash. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that, too. I don't know. Word is he's waiting out like the uh, the Dolphins. <laughs> they want to run this guy out of town before he's oh even coached the game. This <laughs> that guy's going to win coach of the year. All right, we got to get back anyways. The Niners, whatever. Now I'm betting the Niners to beat the Broncos out of spite. In <laughs> For the record, the Bills are two and a half point road favorites in L.A. because home field doesn't mean anything. More with Kurtz on the other side. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.